back groovers Kazim you This entire episode is a love song to all of you So there's extra music Feel free to fast forward And lots of awesome words from listeners. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. We are family. Get up, everybody, and sing. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. We are family. Get up, everybody, and sing. Everyone can see we're together as we walk on by. And we fly just like birds of a feather. I won't tell no lie. Oh, all of the people around us, they say, can they be that close? Just let me stay for the record. We're giving love and a family dose. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. Of this world's delight High, high hopes we have For the future And our goals inside We know we don't get depressed Cause here's what we call Our golden rule Have faith in you and the things you do You won't go wrong, oh no This is our family This is a love letter to all of my listeners, followers, people that hang out with me on this podcast. I had several personal hits over the last couple weeks, things that made me sad, mad, angry, frustrated, all of those things, but the one place in which that isn't true and does not even factor in as part of my experience of having this podcast and being a slightly public person is 
this podcast and the business that has grown up around it, the other podcasts that I collaborate with others on, the kindnesses and literal physical gifts and then gifts of your your words, your listenership, all of the ways in which you support what I do, along with many of you booking me for sessions, because you know I need to raise extra money right now. But beyond the, the financial patronage and help to support the business end of things, the gifts and the kindness and your words have been a balm to soothe my soul and a blanket of love wrapping me up in feelings of protection and having a purpose in life and knowing that this almost unshakable peace and contentment that I have within myself can be sustained through really difficult circumstances. And I have never been more aware of how blessed I am with all of the people that are a part of my life, my, you know, everyday reality life, my family and IRL friends as we call it. But at this point, to be honest, uh, my online friends, even if I haven't physically been in the same place with them yet, are just as real and just a hu as huge a part of my life as anyone that I have met in the flesh, as we used to say. So I am so grateful for all of you. I... It's not the objects, it's not the things, but I happen to, over this period of time, where one pretty shitty thing after another was happening in my personal world, and not, not necessarily even to me directly, but affecting me, um, orbiting me, I, every few days... I was getting packages, some of which I knew I was receiving at some point, and some that were not expected at all. But these physical gifts of such thoughtful, loving, and nurturing items from people who genuinely love me and care about me and care for me was so helpful, so deeply helpful. And I am grateful to all of you. I'm not going to call everybody out by name or say, say everything because I don't want to focus on the items or the people or make this some kind of thing where it's like, oh, if you really love me, <laughs> you'll send me gifts and packages because that's absolutely 
not the case. But I just wanted to mention what a difference that made. And no less important is the beautiful messages that I've been getting from listeners about my podcasts or different content that I will put up and my, my patrons, so many new patrons, I need to read off the list and thank you all individually on the end of this at some point, but all of your sharing of your experiences and every time I get a message from anyone saying that my podcast, because some of you are just finding me and you're going back to stuff I did two years ago, um, which I'm so happy it's still relevant for folks because you never know how things are going to age if they're going to age well. <laughs> kind of like my face. I didn't know <laughs> if that was going to age well or not. But of course, what is well? I shouldn't even say that, right? But you all are such a gift to me. And so I am going to go through and anonymously share some of the feedback that I've received and just tell you in every way I can think of how much I appreciate you all and how much you mean to me and how much you all keep me going. And you should know that. You should know that you matter to me. I would never call any of you my fans, and here is why. Because of some spiritual experiences I have had, I have been shown how worship is just another expression of objectification, which is not love. And since then, and also since realizing that celebrities and all of these people that we, we stand with and stay in culture and fandoms and all of that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being fans or being part of a fandom. Don't get me wrong there. But I just mean, with regard to me in this podcast and the stuff I do publicly, I consider this a collaboration. I consider this something that only works because there are the people participating in it that are here and I have as much love and respect and admiration for all of you as you tell me that you have for me so I will not call you my fans and that is why but you are my patrons and my listeners, and my friends, and my supporters, and I couldn't do this without you. I would have no reason to, honestly, I suppose. I'd like to think that I would still do it, even if nobody was listening. And that's how it started in the beginning, of course, and you can probably tell just by the way that I put myself out there and market myself that I'm not aggressively seeking numbers, you know, all the numbers that people talk about. 
But when I started this two years ago, I never thought I would have, you know, over 7,000 downloads or plays. And granted, I realize that's a very small number by comparison to the podcast world. But again, I did not go into this to become famous or to have a large fan base or to court any particular numbers of followers, listens, likes, subscribers, etc. So to know that that many people have taken the time to listen or taken the time to listen and fall asleep in the middle of it and then have to go back and listen to some more because I know that happens. My voice has that soothing effect for a lot of people. It's just mind boggling and I can understand why people who do have a larger platform and audience sometimes have difficulty navigating the world uh, and being seen in that big of a way. Just from my brief appearances on Jessa Reed's Patreon for her podcasts, uh, specifically AOD, Alien Orientation Department, um, and then Soberus. She has a new one coming out. I do not know the name of that yet. But just that little bit of exposure, I could feel the energy shift of having that many more eyes on me. And it wasn't unpleasant, but it is an adjustment. So I'm trying to imagine, you know, being someone with a million followers and what that must feel like, or having 10,000 listens an episode. I am just so beyond grateful to all of you, truly. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I will keep working hard at following my passions and going with the flow of life to bring you as much content as you can stand and as I can put out. Um, since I'm kind of dating again, I'll probably be doing a few more episodes of Diction Podcast because I can't seem to have any interactions with uh, pools of heterosexual males without there being some complete weirdness and strange behavior, which is always funny to talk about. And in the midst of that, there are the occasional nice guys. And one of them is buying me breakfast tomorrow. So that will be nice. But I truly would not have such joy and richness and fulfillment and contentment in my life without grieving goddess and without this thing that I have created with all of you. And for that, I will be eternally grateful. I'm trying to imagine what my life would have been like the last two years or how 
I would feel right now if nothing had changed and I was exactly the same person and I was not expressing myself in the world this way. It's hard for me to imagine anything different. But I don't think it would be as rich and as wonderful and I know with 100% certainty that everything that happened recently would have hit me a whole lot harder if it weren't for having this beautiful community and way to express myself that you all support. So thank you for that and we'll be back after this break with some words from the listeners. Oh, pretty. 
Wow, everybody, that was six days ago. That's kind of how the eclipse season went, don't you think? Boy, it was a challenge, that's for sure. I'm feeling that things are a, a little less, I don't know, dense, weighty. Although nothing has been magically fixed, of course. Also, if you hear someone snoring, that's Sophie, the blind Shih Tzu. <laughs> I should probably say something less ableist. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the chick with the ableism podcast saying ableist things. So, breakfast was good. Thanks, man. I don't know where any of that is going with my life. The one consistency there seems to be <laughs> is <laughs> absolute hilarity at some of the absurdity I encounter as a single lady. All single ladies, all single ladies. Block them all, yep. So, uh, blockity block block like Iguana Dundee and Mr. Mid-Conversation Dick Picker. So Diction's definitely going to have to have a few episodes. In the meantime, things continue to be awesome. And I've, I actually had a few more lovely messages and whatnot and I'm I'm just so grateful for everything and I know that this community and this podcast will continue to grow at a pace which is good for me and comfortable for me. Doing reviews or sharing it or those sorts of things because it does help. It really is the word of mouth and the sharing and all that that makes the difference. So that is why I'm so grateful to all of you. But while I'm talking about being grateful to all of you, I wanted to call out in particular my patrons. And oh, I meant to look up. There is another person, and they'll know who they are. So I guess not as important to say their name, but there is someone who is also supporting me on Anchor. that a friend gave me a client it was for animal communication and I was talking with a cat that was a little hesitant to socialize and was having some issues so here is what they had to say 
those lovely words. I sure appreciate it. And I'm having so much fun talking to your furry, scaly, and feathered friends. They are all so unique. You would be surprised, surprised the depths that can exist <laughs> with uh, what we tend to dismiss as somehow lesser creatures as my Shih Tzu snores like a large truck driver. I have to give a shout out to Andre Lynn. She was able to connect with my cat buttons and help us both better understand what she's been going through. My boyfriend's cat princess crossed the rainbow bridge a few months ago early on in our relationship. His cat misses him and accompanies him often. Buttons got to meet with Princess and find out she's not actually in her house, just her spirit, and that Trey is a good human. The day after this session, Buttons climbed up on his lap and we both had our jaws drop. She's finally accepting him and letting him pet her. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I highly recommend Andre. and I greatly appreciate it. A little while back, early on in the Eclipse window, I did that uh, free group consciousness anchoring on Zoom. I can't do the full experience in a group setting just because um, each person really deserves a maximum full attention for an individual consciousness anchoring because of the acquisition of your book of consciousness and the information from your particular guide team uh the people who wind up coming to me you have such expansive guide teams that if i was trying to interpret all of that for 10 or 12 people i i mean i just don't even know how i would do it i Maybe in 20 years when we're all neuralinked or something <laughs> and or when they can just, uh, you know, project my thought channel into some sort of a hologram for you. Uh, but in the meantime, the group anchorings are really for the intention of helping people to be more centered and connected with the earth and fully embodied so that you can get through all of the challenging circumstances that tend to come up this time of year for a lot of people. Um, so after that, we, we had a little chat in there and I had some lovely feedback from people. So I was going to share some of that. And, um, one of my, uh, Participants for that event and clients prior said, um, by the way, when I did this the first time, I was also falling asleep and in and out of consciousness attention. I had lots of distractions that were making me mad and felt I wasn't getting what I should be out of it. In spite of that, this session gave me everything I needed. Here I am a few months later in the same chaotic and immediate collapse that Andrea talked about in the beginning. And she's right, I have this unreal sense of peace. This expansion does so much under the wiring of the board. Get ready, y'all. Kate. Uh, you can go, and I'll put the link in the show notes to the YouTube video. Uh, it's a public video, though, the consciousness anchoring. So I shared that 
in case you want to go try it out yourself. And then, um, someone else came and told me <laughs> I had nine motherfucking hours of sleep. <laughs> And the dream space was so vivid that when I would wake up here to pee, the one time I had to remind myself my bathroom was a straight shot down the hall because I was home right now and not in dream space. <clears throat> so, uh, I cannot tell you the last time I had a full night of sleep. It's probably been more than two weeks. Uh, let's see, and then another, another person... Had a really wonderful time. I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience. So I was holding a Lemurian seed crystal and it gave me these intensely colorful, vivid images during the entire meditation. While expanding my love, I felt everything. My physical body was vibrating and shaking. I was grateful for the blanket wrapped around me. I felt the animals in the forest. I was running through as a wolf. I soared through the sky as a hawk, then floated out of the hawk's body up into the upper atmosphere to witness the whole of Gaia's glory as far as I could from the outer layers of the stratosphere. Then I was called down to a pod of orcas where we swam and called to one another. I heard and understood them and spoke back. When we walked to Gaia, I was holding hands with the soul sisters I know and have loved for so long. I felt them holding my hands, and I was filled with such love and happiness. When Gaia called us all to hug her like little children, I burst into tears, just big, ugly crying sobs, and the whole experience was so healing, so peaceful. So, all of you for some of those wonderful words, and there, there are more. I'm going to go look because, you know, other podcasts do this. They give listener feedback and share with you what people had to say. And I, I really am so grateful to you for sending me these messages. And so I really want to share them. I'm not going to share the name on this one. Uh, and if I ever do share anybody's name and you're like, oh, God, don't say my name. Just let me know. And I'll, I don't care about pulling it down and editing it and putting it back up again. But I wanted to share with you this really sweet uh, message that I got. And I can't believe how loud my dog is snoring right now, you guys. It's really funny. Oh, my goodness. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Killing time while scrolling. What the hell is she talking about? Depends on how young you are. Alright, I'm almost there. Gosh darn it. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, the song you sang at the end of that episode, Cosmic Vagina, is incredibly healing. I had to stop what I was doing and sit down because it affected me so greatly. I felt your voice and words course through my body and just hug my heart and cleanse my spirit. After listening to the Please Don't Tell My Mom episode about sexual abuse and trauma, the words, I don't know where I came from, but I'm pure, 
pure love. I can't even put into words how healing it was to hear that and sung in your beautiful, soothing voice. It was like being wrapped in the wings of a protected mother angel surrounding me with white light and real love. Thank you so much. So I'm going to put that song up as its own episode so you all can download it. But thank you so much. This is what I meant when I said six days ago that you have no idea how much your kindness and your words like that carry me through difficult times and keep me motivated and focused on doing the work that I'm passionate about. I don't even really like calling it work, to be honest. I'm just lucky to be doing something that I'm creative and passionate, you know, that's... I'm creating something and I'm passionate about it and I'm driven to do it and I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. It, you know, sometimes some of the different gentlemen that I talk to, I'm being so generous with the word gentleman, will ask if I have a hobby or anything and I'm like, uh, <laughs> the same answer is what I do for a living. <laughs> so basically, I just, lucked out and managed to turn a hobby into something that could make money with a little bit of earning money energy that I have available in this body. That's something that a lot of people don't know about the disabled. And if you haven't checked out Conscious Bernie's podcast, and maybe you have someone in your life who has a chronic illness or a disability or something, and sometimes you kind of have a hard time understanding or think maybe they're playing it up or exaggerating or whatnot and no judgment if you are because it can be so hard to tell and when someone has something invisible and if they're really good at masking it unless they are in like nine out of ten pain you're probably not going to know unless they tell you but which can make it look like like they're faking it except for the times when they're at their worst you know but um go check that podcast out if you want to understand more but I'm so lucky that I get to do this thing that I love so much um and that it's become a supplemental income for me so I'm very grateful for that too but I just I love you all so much and that last one especially, uh, there's more. I mean, I don't want to read to you for an hour and a half. I'll try to do one of these little shorter episodes a month with some of the great messages that I'm getting from all of you because it's, it's tremendous and we're really starting to create a, a network of grid workers specifically. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been funny if I said specifically? At any rate, I I just you all amaze me and I'm grateful and the feelings that they described is exactly what I'm going for. 
there are times and granted I'm listening to source and all of that and input about okay do this and this song would be great and whatnot and I know those are muses even though I am a muse I know those are muses whispering to me what will be the most effective or the most helpful but I am always shooting for wrapping you in those angel wings, those mama bear arms, those, those feelings of love and safety and security that we all need and deserve to have. And it can be very hard to find, especially once we're adults. So thank you for all of that. And I'm grateful that that is how I affect you. I'm going to stop this and then try to think if there's anything I didn't include that I wanted to include. Just a few more things before I let you go this time. I, for some crazy reason, said the wrong name Jessa Reed's podcasts include Mormon and the Method, Soberish and Awakening Orientation Department those are prior projects and I'm excited to announce I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name so I'm not going to say the name but she may have already announced it publicly but at any rate she has a new YouTube podcast that's going to be bro-centric I think I can get away with saying that and so be on the watch for that because that'll be really cool. I couldn't believe the wrong words came out of my mouth, but I also could. I'm finishing this on the 11-11-2022 portal day. It's funny because everybody's all excited. Oh, it's a portal. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd like to keep food down. Um, not super miserable, obviously. I don't sound like it, but just this persistent uh, nausea which I don't get viruses like normal people. So I don't think it's the virus. It's just a virus for starters. So you don't need to worry about me. But um, most of the time, because I did that six years, I make it sound like I was in prison. I did six years on weekly chemo. Uh, it was rough, man. I had to take on the biggest nausea on the block and made me puke and puke. Okay, what am I doing? Um... That's not even funny. And now I feel like I should rewind this and undo it. But I'm not going to do that either because that's just silly. So at any rate, uh, when I did my time in the chemo pen, um, it did something to my immune system where I don't get sick like a normal person. And it's actually not a bad thing because I have a pretty good body awareness. So... Um, except for that one time I had sepsis for six months. Shh, you heard nothing. Um, I usually know if I'm going to die or I'm really sick, you know. <laughs> but it, it's not such a bad thing because basically what happens is my immune system goes, Oh, look, a virus. Wow, that sucks. I don't really care so much, but I guess we'll just sleep for a week. And you won't know why you're tired and you'll be trying to do stuff anyway. And then at some point, maybe you'll be stubborn about that. And so we'll have a few symptoms. Um, so anyway, 
that is what I'm dealing with today and why it took me a minute to get this out another extra minute. So I wanted to let you know about that. There's a new episode of Conscious Cronies podcast out about Ellers Danlos and medical sovereignty. There is this episode of Grieving Goddess. I have a Patreon live tonight on 11-11 at, excuse me, hiccups, uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time, which is for patrons only, so go join the Patreon for only five bucks and you can come. And let's see, I knew there was one more thing. Oh, yes. And of course, the Meow Podcast episode, which drops every Saturday. I know hiccups are a sign of excitement. This is ridiculous. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the quickly and hastily recorded um, love songs because those are all love letters to you. And the one that's going to come up after I shut up and quit talking finally is <laughs> I was singing it. And I, I have to tell you, when I was a teenager-ish, because I think I was actually, I'm trying to remember when that song came out. I think I might have already been 20. But at any rate, uh, when that came out, I knew there was, some, I mean, besides her spectacular voice and being special and all that, I knew that it was very personally significant and that the words that she was singing were something that I was meant to have, wanted to have, and was going to have one way or another. And of course, at that age, I still was fixating it on a singular person and a romantic relationship. But when I went back and sang it yesterday to put on here for all of you, I realized that I did get that. It's just not the way I thought it would look. And it's actually better than I could have possibly imagined it would look. So thank you for being part of my vision of love. Treated me kind, sweet destiny.
Ah uh-huh. 
don't know.